I also want to thank the Hollywood Foreign Press for acknowledging comedy. Um, Jim, you know this. It's, uh, we are Normally, they look at comedians as like very special people. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you allow us to be in the room with the adults you nominate us. You even have a category for us, comedy and dancing. No, that's what I said. We were to bet this la Après tout, tout dépôt. Il n'y a qu'à s'intéresser aux choses et les trouver belles. The time has come. Catherine Bigelow! This and some of the other nice things that have happened to me in the last couple of days may turn me into some sort of hopeful optimist and ruin my whole life. Spoil? <laughs> Did he spoil me? Yeah. I remember quite clearly it was 1946 and I was four years old. My mother took me to see King Vidor's Duel in the Sun. You've got to say, I'm a human being! God damn it! My life has value! Babel, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu. I'm a man! Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Al film italiano Deserto Rosso di Michelangelo. It's just that all men are sure it never happened to them, and most women at one time or another have done it, so you do the math. Three artists in the presentation of the Palm d'Or. Adele, Leah, and Abdel, Abdel, Kenshin. We won! Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh! Oh, I did not know that. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 92 of the podcast at filmotomy.com. Bit musical and comedy today, a bit of Golden Globe chat. It's a bit early, but you know, there's some great films we could discuss. We're going to look at the categories, you know, the, the motion picture one, actor, actress, and you know, we'll touch on some of the others if, if the kind of crossover. Um, so, two special guests today. Uh, I know I say that every week, but um, I'm joined by from last week on our Oscar podcast, Shadan. Hi, everybody. And first from our interview with the director of Revenge, <laughs> uh, Suzanne. Hey. I suppose a big film, which is a big film in whichever category of film you talk about, and that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, so, Judy and um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we think, are both going drama, right? Yeah, I mean... Um, I think I heard that, yeah, that's going to try this route for the uh, awards, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I don't... Which means we can't yeah. talk about it very much, but it, it, is it, if, if you two were to put it in one, I'm going to vote for this in this category, I'm, I'm assuming you've both seen it, I mean, wh- where would you put it? Is it a comedy or is it a drama? I think it's a comedy. The, I think it would have had a much easier path in the comedy category. I think it's actually doing it itself a disservice. Kind of like A Star is Born last year, how it went drama and, you know, Gaga and Cooper lost. I feel mm. like maybe going the drama category in this case isn't going to be um, a good, good idea. I personally would put it in the, in the comedy category as myself. I mean, I have to say, like, the subject of it, like, everything he puts in there is in its core, pretty dramatic when you look at it historically, but the movie most certainly isn't. I suppose that's what they're trying to go with. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think comedy would have been more fitting to the tone of the movie, but 
Yeah, I mean, I think it looks like the what I'm looking at the big, the big sites. I suppose the ones that big have the big influence. Gold Derby being kind of the top of the tree has has it in drama. Um, so everyone is kind of following that boat, and I think that's that's where it's going to end up. Um, but we're not going to talk about drama anyway. We're, we're going to talk about comedy, and I suppose it's it doesn't really do the the category disservice because there's so many great films. A lot of these I haven't seen, I will admit. But the, the standouts, we're looking at something like Jojo Rabbit, which, I mean, to me, it seems like the overwhelming favourite uh, right now. Uh, do we agree? Is, is that the one to be? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be talked about because what I've seen so far, it's like, it's kind of been splitting the audience to critics. So, I mean, that's definitely a way to go to keep the buzz going. If it's award-worthy, I cannot say yet, but, I mean, it's definitely something to keep an eye out for, out for I think. I haven't seen it. I have no idea. I sort of live in the suburbs, so it takes a little while longer for things to get to me. But um, I think JoJo is the front-runner right now as well. I know Gold Derby has a bombshell listed as a comedy as well. Um, and I think Bombshell could do really well, especially if the Golden Globes, if they, if they want to show, you know, like they're serious and they want to be taken seriously as an awards, Bombshell could be um, something, too, that could do well there, especially because it's picking up a lot of steam right now. There's so much buzz on it. Um, but I think JoJo right now is pretty far ahead. Yeah. Why so happy? Things are changing. The Allies have taken Italy, France will be next, and soon the war will be over. God damn it! Why does that make you happy? You hate your country that much? I love my country. It's a war I hate. It's pointless and stupid, and the sooner we have peace, the better. Oh, the war will end. We will crush our enemies into dust, and when they are destroyed, we shall use their graves as toilets. Okay, no more politics. Dinner is neutral ground. This table is Switzerland. Let's eat. <clears throat> I mean, Bombshell definitely has the whole every main actress was so perfect and should get a nomination thing going on for them. And, yeah, I mean, it also fits with the times, the topic, you know, sexual um, harassment, stuff like that. So that would be definitely something that's very in tune with juries, I guess. So, Well, I mean, The Great great Sherman was, was a musical, you know, but it wasn't well loved. So it doesn't matter really if if a film has a bit of an audience that don't really go for it. There's films like that, so I think Cats, you know, if that comes out and does fairly well, it's you instantly think, right, musical, classic musical, Broadway musical, very famous, everybody's gone to see it at some point, you know. That kind of calibre get, gets that in as well, perhaps. So we'll just talk about some of the let's talk about some of the musical films that could get in. Uh, films like Blinded by the Light, um, Cats potentially, and obviously Rocket Man. Um, I'm not sure about Lion King and Aladdin, to be honest. Uh, but what what do you guys think, musical wise? Is there going to be much room for these music based films this year with the quality we have? You know, like Bombshell, Booksmart, Knives Out, you know, etc., etc. I mean, Lion King really depends how much people love that. Beyonce song that she wrote for it because the old stuff like the Elton John stuff I don't see that happening really I mean that had its moments 20-25 years ago and for example Cats I don't know I mean it's 
I mean, it, I was not a fan of the trailer, so this could go either way. Like, people really l- embrace the camp, or it just wins everything at the Razzies. I don't know. This, yeah. is, this is one that will be very interesting to see once it comes out. Yeah, I I don't know what to make of cats. I'm so confused. I, I could see them going for it in, in some crazy way, but... I think I think Rocket Man. I mean, I think Taron Egerton is gonna get into actor, and I I could see them nominating the movie just because the Golden Globes like they do like those glitzy sort of over the top. And Elton is a still like a beloved figure, and he does well with the Hollywood Foreign Press. So I think Rocket Man could get in. Um, I have it in my five, and then I think maybe yesterday, since it was kind of you know it made good money, and maybe Hamish Patel gets in for actor. Um, I think if there's another, maybe that one could surprise. Um, but I have Rocket Man in for sure as of right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do. I think Rocket Man will do better than people think. I think people think it's a forgotten film. I, I don't think it is. Um, Definitely you know, one of the stronger ones when it comes to singing and dancing this year. Yeah. Just when I keep thinking about it, like what did we have? Nothing really springs comes to mind that was really as good as Rocket Man. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame as all because it it's far better than Bohemian Rhapsody, in my opinion. You know, yeah. for many different reasons. And their well. campaign. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say they're campaigning it pretty hard. I mean, Ter- um, Taryn and Elton, they're at several events in LA. I think they just did like a musical version of the movie where they sort of perform the songs live. So mm. they're really going for it, and it it is like people are still talking about it because of all these events and stuff. So. I don't think it's as far out of the consciousness as a lot of people think it is. No, I agree. So the, I mean the actor. Looking, I was looking at the actor. It looks like Eddie Murphy's getting all the kind of, the, the plaudits for Dolomite is my name. Eddie Murphy making a comeback is always mm. well received. You know, like like Dream Girls, I suppose. Um, do we think Booksmart has any chance? I don't know. I think I I've seen a lot of people predicting like either Caitlin Deaver or Beanie Feldstein. So maybe they could split the support yeah. for that. Um, I think if either of the two is going to get in, it's going to be Beanie Feldstein, just because she's a little bit more well-known, and she's, you know, um, Jonah Hill's little sister. She sort of has a Hollywood connection. Um, but I don't know about the movie itself, but I, I think she could surprise, potentially. Yeah. I mean, I really like the movie, and it should, technically, I feel it should have something, but it's been a bit more quiet now about it, like... I don't know if it will make the big conscious comeback, given by what's still to come, what's out now. But it would be nice to see some appreciation for it, especially as it had its problem at the box office and whatnot. So it would be nice. Yeah, released yeah a bit too early. It's that's if you if your film's released early, you kind of suffer award season, don't mm-hmm. you? I mean, it came out after just after last award season, so 
you know, it's same with Rocketman, I suppose, as well. That's been out a long, long time now, so... Oh, I was going to say, what about the farewell? I feel like we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, yeah I think the, the, the thing with the farewell is, to me, that slave should be, like, the winner. But it's... Because it's probably going to be classed as a foreign language film, there's, there's a rule that says that the foreign language film um, can't compete in the main categories, like Roma last year people still say why wasn't Roma nominated well it they're just it's different to the Oscars they can't compete in both and because it's like I think the rule is like over 50% non-English speaking which which I think that film is you know it, it's probably going to compete in a foreign language film unfortunately I'm, I'm not certain on it but if it does it it won't be anywhere to be seen in the motion picture you know the actors can still get in but I think Aquafina is getting in though, so I think that's gonna help. Um, I think that's gonna help it. I just feel like the Golden Globes are gonna go for her. They loved Crazy Irritations last year, and she's yeah. just been everywhere. And she just seems like the kind of starlet that the Golden Globes, you know, like to nominate. So I think yeah. having that yeah. representation is gonna help. Whereas Roma, like they didn't get any actors in the Globes, I don't think. No. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. And that, I think A24, uh, last year, they kind of went to sleep and didn't really do any promoting, but this year, they, they kind of are, you know, and that film, The Farewell, is, you still see the ads everywhere. It's still ticking over. Plus, it comes, it goes to digital in the US in two weeks. That'll give it another boost, and very timely boost as well. Let's do actress. I mean, look, the actresses, there's a, there's a lot to choose from. Bombshell is really pushing the whole yeah. it's going to be one of them thingy. She I can't... One, yeah, she seems to... Because she did that other film with Seth Rogen as well. She's she's kind of everyone loves her. Loves her and they're raving about her. Yeah, particularly the Golden Globes love Charlie's band. I feel like, especially yeah. in the comedy categories, whenever they like have a leftover slot, they always nominate um, Charlie. Like, she got in for Young Adult a couple years ago go um so she I, I think like is definitely she's my number one and then i think aquafina after that um anna de Armas from knives out i think to mm. get in um and then i don't really know like i think after those three even those two i think those two are locks for sure and then after that there's just like a ton of people we could get one of the book smart you know ladies like you said had Emma Thompson from Late Night. That movie yeah. kind of she was weird, but she could get in. Yeah, she was terrific in it. So and she reminds she remind them of the business as well, of of movies yeah. and TV. <clears throat> so I mean, Meryl Streep could get in by default again, especially since she didn't only play one role in that movie. Oh yeah, Thomas and Mackenzie as well, possibly. But I know she's kind of a support. I think she's going to support for the Oscars, but. The Globes don't really care about that. And I think she might go lead here. She she could get in. Oh, obviously, Scarlett Johansson as well. Yeah, I agree with Emma Thompson. I think that's a really good pick. I think I think they really go for that. Because she's done such good work in both TV and film for so long. And this film's kind of about that. I'm Tom. I, uh, I write the monologue. I'm actually the youngest monologue writer in the history of the show. No, 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 I was just, I'm doing here. No, okay. Do you know what? I'm not going to remember any of this. So here's what we're going to do. Um, You're one. Two, three, four. Hi, Catherine. Oh, Birdie, thank God. How's your baby? She's 27. 
Her baby's doing well. She's just started preschool. She's, uh... Never mind. I don't want to know. I don't know why I asked, actually. You're five, six, seven. That's what I'm going to call you all from now on. It's just easier. What about uh, Francesca Hayward for cats? <laughs> uh, she's pretty new, right? Like, that's her first movie, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Look I mean, that's what the one thing I was wondering about anyways, about the trailer, that they're focusing so much on the Victoria character, because she's only a background character in the musical itself. Right. We'll see. Yeah, we'll have to wait. It's, Cats is a wait and see. It could be all or nothing, you know. Uh, Shadam, do you have any other actresses you think are, are strong? Yeah, like I said, I'm struggling. I mean, Kate Blanchett and Where Did You Go, Bernadette? Mm. That movie sort of disappeared, but she's she's you know Kate Blanchett, so she could get in. Um, Lily James for Yesterday. I don't know. It's um, I don't know if there's any other comedies that we're just missing that could surprise, but um, yeah, I'm not so sure about Lily James. Um, yeah. I mean, I can see Yesterday doing well in Britain at the awards because, you know, it's it's core, the music and everything. But internationally, like, it was good. It was a hit in summers. One of those hokey, not a lot of money, tentpole um, successes. But I also like nobody's really talking about anymore. Yeah. <laughs> On Gold Derby, um, the vast majority of people have both of the book smart ladies getting in, and I just don't see that happening so i don't know um i don't know about i just feel like we could get some sort of random surprise like i don't know are they gonna nominate like charlie Theron twice or something like i just um i'm struggling to sort of fill those like four and five slots and then another big question mark for me is i know that lionsgate has both knives out and bombshells and it seems as of right now they're really pushing bombshells so i don't know if they're gonna give knives out a big push if they do then you know um i think it could do really well but if if it sort of falls by the wayside a little bit then that you know that's a, something to consider as well because i you know um i think they see bombshell as their big award season like lock so i'll yeah. be curious to see what happens with that i mean especially since booksmart the one role i feel people are still talking about or that i see some chatter about this Billy Lords, not even so much Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And she was like the background yeah. character, like the crazy one. So, and people are even not really pushing Billy Lord that much. And I feel she was like a lot of people. She was the breakout character of the movie. So it's really hard to say if ever or Feldstein can you know top that. I think sometimes they go for like a few years ago they went for Matt Ruffalo. In a film, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called now. Infinite Polar Bear, that was it. Oh, Infinite Polar Bear. Yeah, and nobody had heard of it. That, you know, oh, well, yeah. like, and the Ridley Scott film where Michelle Williams got in, Ridley Scott got in a couple of years ago. You get those kind of, and I think something, someone like Gillian Bell for Britney Runs a Marathon, I think I wouldn't be surprised to see her get that, not necessarily the fifth slot, but just, just get in because they like to throw those in there. We think we know what they're going to pick. But this isn't the Oscars, it's slightly different. Britney Runs a Marathon is very popular, kind of simmering under the surface. Very well reviewed, you know, and if they've seen it, it's a very, you know, comedic performance. So that's, for me, that's my biggest kind of long shot. 
What about um, Dakota Johnson and Peanut Butter Falcon? That movie has done surprisingly well, the mom movie, and she's, you know, Hollywood royalty, so... Yeah, she's everywhere, isn't she, yeah. And that's picking up steam as well, that film. So, plus <clears throat> with Shia LaBeouf as well, he's on a similar kind of tr- track. He's in a lot of films, and he's... So I think, yeah, that, that might carry it. I think she's a definite contender. Should we do the men? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think this is as this is a bit easier. Not easy to predict, but I don't think there's as many strong contenders. I mean, what I've been hearing about Knives Out is that everybody loved Daniel Craig in it. Yeah, love it. So, so that might be an option. I suspect foul play. I have eliminated no suspects. Harlem was cleaning house. Everyone in the family has possible motives. Was Harlan planning on cutting off Joni? Did he plan to fire Walter? Is Richard having an affair? That's some heavy-duty conjecture. And I think you've got four really strong... Uh, Eddie Murphy, Jonathan Price, Taron Edgerton and Adam Sandler as well. I think, oh, yeah. I think there you've got very four very strong contenders. I won't call them locks, but they're probably the stronger father that we've got in the females. And Daniel Craig is probably number five, potentially. Um, yeah, of... I completely agree. Like, those five that you said are my five. And unless one of those, you know, I don't really see, like, what else could... Like, there's a few outside contenders, maybe, but I feel like it's going to be that five. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of who else from comedy that we could put in. I mean, like I said, Hamish Patel from yesterday, but no one's really talking about that movie. Um, also, the I don't know the actor's name, but from Blinded by the Light. Um, he could get in, potentially. I don't really... I don't yeah. know. Do you guys have any other contenders that... The the boy from Jojo Rabbit, but those five, you know, they're really strong at the minute. Um, it's going to be very hard to argue against those five. There's, there's, you know, there's not a lot of strong contenders, but I think the Jojo Rabbit kid, if that film picks up steam, then one of those five might have to, you know... I'm interested to see how these musicals do, the, the Lion King and <laughs> Aladdin, then Cats, obviously, these classic musical films. Yeah, but they kind of forgot what musical means in that regard. Like, yeah. this was super hyper-realistic, we have to make it seem plausible thing, kind of destroyed the whole Broadway feel of what these movies were. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a musical in name only, I would say. Yeah, doesn't it feel like we've got really good films about people singing? Like, you know, Blinded by the Light, um, Yesterday, even Wild Rose. With Jesse Buckley, you know, films about yeah. films about the, the art of singing, but the actual musicals, it's like La La Land came out and then they've forgotten how to do it. I mean, maybe Naomi Scott for a lot. If we're really gonna push it, maybe she could possibly be a contender just because she has the, like Charlie's Angels, and she mm. was sort of like a surprise for a lot of people. Mm. She was actually my favorite part of the movie, but um. She could potentially, and like Je- Jesse Buckley too. I forgot about her, but she could. I mean, people really love her performance, so she could be a long shot contender too. Talk about the category itself. It's like m- musicals, as we've just covered them, proper musicals, and 
proper comedies where we laugh our heads off, they're not really contending anymore. And we're looking at these kind of those people we've talked about, Emma Thompson. I mean, that film has some, you know, touching moments. Booksmart has some really powerful moments. You're not laughing mm-hmm. all the way through it. The farewell. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's not that's not laugh out loud all the way through. Um, and what was said about Bombshell as well, that could be quite drama-driven. So almost like the all-out comedies and the all-out musicals are now sort of fused and we've got these dramas that are funny and about music, you know. And, and I quite like that, I think. Yeah. I mean, I never really understood the merge of those two categories anyways, but it kind of shows, like, you know, King category drama versus something that doesn't quite fit into drama, so... I don't know. Yeah. It, like drama and not all out drama. <laughs> drama and non-drama, yeah. So This year is more stacked than a lot of other years, but I feel like we always get um, a surprise here. And I, and I like how that we have a comedy musical category at the Globes because you don't have that, you know, at the SAGs or at the Oscars. So it's, yeah. it's a good chance to sort of award, like, some other movies that aren't really going to go anywhere else. So yeah. this is like one of my most fun categories of all of award season. So I did, I do agree. It's like really disappointing that it's become like a drama light category, but I'm happy that it exists. Yeah. I mean, what the Globes definitely do is they award people, movies and stuff like that, that often get overlooked by the Oscars for some reason or other. So at least they got some recognition here. And I think with the, vote, the voters as well, there's only like 80-odd of them that vote for, for the Hollywood Foreign Press. And the, so you don't really get a consensus like you do with 8,000 mm. Academy members. Yeah, yeah. And that's what sure. I like, because if you don't pick up that consensus, you do get like three locks and two surprises. And I quite like that. And I think, unless it's something awful, like Aladdin, I think there's mm. some, there'll be some pleasant surprises, I think. And, you know... We don't take them super seriously, the Globes, but they are a good indicator and they are a good kind of push. Make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? <laughs> my dad said be an actor, my son. But be a comical one, they'll be standing in lines for those old honky-tonk monkey shines. Now you could study Shakespeare and be quite elite And you could charm the critics and have nothing to eat Just slip on a banana, peel the world at your feet Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh